Renew 96.9 is WSMP LPFM McGee. We are keeping you in touch with McGee and the surrounding area with the Renew podcast with issues you care about. Sponsored by Covington Place Therapy and Counseling. To receive a consultation, call 601-698-0263. And now, here's your host, Jack Robertson, for the Renew podcast. All right, joining us today is Melissa Sullivan from Simpson General, also the Center for Pregnancy Choices of Simpson County as well. Melissa, thank you so much for coming in and, yes, and talking with us today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so the first thing we want to mention just real quick is the fact that you are the director for the uh, the CPC of Simpson County, and we had the opportunity to meet. And it, let's actually just talk briefly about that for a minute okay. uh, as far as how long you've been around and where you're located and just some general information about sure. it. So this CPC started um, with an idea. When I first got out of school, I'm a respiratory therapist. I was working in the NICU and... Um, there was a baby that was dropped off. Um, actually, she was she was born in the hospital, but mm-hmm. then the mother left. And it was the first time that it kind of occurred to me that not everybody had parents that could or would take care of them. And so it just kind of, um, the Lord just kind of sparked a fire in, in my heart for moms that are find themselves in situations where they have no better option than to leave their baby right. somewhere. And so it just kind of sparked a fire. And so through that, the Lord um, allowed me some contacts and I was able to write a grant and lo and behold, we got it. And that birthed um, the idea. And we started as what we called the teen network for a while. Then in 2011, we finally became a crisis pregnancy center with a 501c3. Um, Our actual um, office is at Simpson General Hospital's location. So they offer a space for us to run the crisis pregnancy center. Mm -hmm. And I also work for Simpson General, too. So I'm able to do both there. And so they, as an in-kind, offer us a spot to have the crisis pregnancy center. And we have... Basically anything you could want as a new parent um, for a infant. And we also offer um, just assistance. Like if someone comes in and they're unsure of what they're what they're going to do, they're maybe in a bad situation and they're mm-hmm. not really sure they even want a parent. Um, and sometimes they're abortion minded. Uh, we do have an ultrasound machine and we have a sonographer that volunteers so that we're able to show a heartbeat and show life 83% of the time. If someone sees a heartbeat they choose life. And so we have that as an option. We also um, offer counseling for those who are considering adoption. So we do not do that part of it, but we send out to people that do. Okay. And then if parent, if they decide to parent their child, we walk alongside them. When I tell the girls when they come in that I'm here with you, not just for today, but for the long haul, as Mm -hmm. long as you need me, I'm here. And so we walk alongside them um, to help provide what they need, whatever it is they need. If it's, Financially, we can't, of course, help with everything, but we know where we can reach out to. Right. And sometimes they just need somebody to talk with and somebody to know that they're, um, you know, somebody they're not by themselves. Yeah. And so that's what we do. And um, we have, like I said, we have the baby store. They earn stuff um, through the baby store, like mommy money, we call it, or baby bucks, where mm-hmm. they are going to their appointments. They are. I'm um, doing a Bible study. Sometimes that is with me. Sometimes it's on their own. Sometimes it's, you know, how, whatever the case may be. They earn things like that. And we very liberally give what, right. you know, what they what they need. So um, we're we're in Minden Hall, but we service the entire county and beyond. If someone mm-hmm. needs our services, we're never going to turn anybody away. So I love that we have that service available mm-hmm. in the uh, Simpson County area. And the, the main reason why we want to get together today is because we want to talk about, and maybe some people have been seeing this float around on social media but the, uh, the idea of a baby box that's mm-hmm. actually coming to Simpson County or, or right. Simpson General mm-hmm. specifically, right. uh, let's talk a little bit about that and 
and really what's needed. Yes. Okay. So the safe haven baby box, um, some people are like, what in the world? Why would someone leave a baby in a baby box? Well, the truth is some people just find themselves in situations where they cannot parent a child. And we know statistically that babies are abandoned illegally all the time. In Mississippi, it happens. In every state across the United States and beyond, it happens. Mm -hmm. They are placed in um, locations where people can donate anonymously. So let's talk about Mississippi for a second. So Mississippi has had a safe haven law for many, many years. Um, The law said once upon a time that a person could... uh, parent, um, they can drop a baby off at any emergency room, any uh, manned fire station or police station, okay. and adoption agencies. They manned adoption agencies. Mississippi had that law that they could anybody that had a baby that was three, d- three days old or younger. Then it was changed to seven days old and younger. And now this year, they changed the law from seven days to 45 days and younger. Okay. And not only that, um, before the legislation passed this year, Tate Reeves signed it in um, to law this year on July the 15th. Before this, Mississippi could not have a baby box because it was in every city. There was things that had to, you know, zoning things and all kinds of restrictions. So there was no man, there was no rule that said that you could have that. In fact, it said you could not. Mm-hmm. Well, Tate Reeves signed a law saying that every county, every city in the state of Mississippi can now have a baby box if they go through the procedures and the steps in order to get that. Right. So that's what we did. Caitlin Kelly is a nurse from Long Beach. Um, she just was passionate about this, and she was the one that was kind of spearheading the leg- helping with the legislation as a layperson. And um, they got the first baby box in Mississippi is was placed in Long Beach at a fire station there. We are now the second that has got a contract signed, we being Simpson County. Right. So this is not just for Mendenhall, this people. This is for McGee, Harrisville, Braxton, and beyond. Mm-hmm. I- anywhere in the state, um, anybody can can use this. And so what the baby box is, is a, a box that is um, a fairly large box that is cut into the wall and it has a temperature controlled bassinet inside of that box. It's 75 degrees at all times. It has three alarms. The first alarm is if a parent were to open the door, it was, it's a silent alarm for her, but it's hooked into the emergency room and it, it has an audible alarm in the emergency room. Okay. Once the baby is placed into the basket, there's a laser. When that laser beam is broken, another silent alarm for the mom but an audible alarm in the emergency room goes off. So there's two alarms and they sound differently. Um, and then the third alarm is one that in case it gets unplugged, it's a, it's an audible alarm that everyone can hear. Okay. And so those are the three alarms that it uses. Um, it's very simple. There's nothing fancy about it other than it does have temperature controlled and very sophisticated alarms. Mm-hmm. And so there's regulations that we, you know, we look at every week to make sure everything's working properly. But the average time from a baby being placed in the baby box until a healthcare provider um, receives the baby is a minimum is is an average time of three minutes. So that was exactly yes, what I was going to ask. Yes, so yeah, yeah, that's good mm-hmm, to know. Yeah, at Simpson General's location, our emergency room is around back of the hospital. Um, we it's strategically planned to have a baby box in a situation where it's not going to be a lot of through traffic, but also somewhere safe. We're expecting it to be behind the um, hospital, around in the ER area. Their um, safe haven baby boxes do not have. Uh, cameras on them, pointed on them, because it is anonymous. Okay. Um, and so there are th- cameras around because it's a hospital, but not right. pointed at that baby box. Mm-hmm. So it can be completely anonymous for the mother who is um, attempting to to do a legal abandonment. So you may have also seen in the news lately that 
um, there's because of 23andMe and DNA things, um, there's lots of abandoned babies that have been found over the years. Well, now they're able to do DNA and they're using that to prosecute these biological parents for illegally abandoning uh, their children. Okay. And so this is a way to say, look, this is legal. This is safe for you. This is safe for your baby. You're not going to be prosecuted for this. Um, even if there's, you know, drugs found in the systems or something like that. The, the goal is to keep the baby safe. Where we are in the process right now, um, we did get a contract signed. Simpson General um, signed a contract. The next stage is raising the money. So um, our goal in raising the money is $20,000. Um, the baby box itself costs $13,000. Something that we have to do, one of the rules that we have to do is we have to have a licensed electrician or contractor to be able to insert the baby box. Right, right. And so we'll have to use some of those funds to do that. So 13 for the box, and we're going to use some to the box in place. Mm-hmm. And then there's a year, an annual fee where the Safe Haven Baby Box Company will come and service the box to make sure that it's done. And so the first several years are covered um, with that. So that's why $20,000 is generally a goal that is used. Um, there's over 162 baby boxes in the United States. We hope that this will not be the last baby box in Mississippi. We hope that we will have hundreds. In the fundraising process, again, 20000 is the uh, the goal or the need to be mm-hmm. able to get this done. So I guess the next question is, uh, as of right now, where are you in this yes. process? We are just on the cusp of $10,000. Okay. So just below 10000 So we're halfway there. Our goal is to meet that 20000 mark by October the 15th. And we believe we can do that even sooner. In large part, that's what I hope that your audience will take a look at this. We have a website, um, a scanner, a QR scanner. It can be the check can be mailed. It's 100% tax deductible. So if you do give a gift, you can write that off on your taxes. Sure. It's all handled by the Safe Haven Baby Box Company. So Simpson General Hospital is not a third party. Okay. So if you write out a check, you write it write it out to Safe Haven Baby Boxes. We mail it or you mail it to them and just put in the memo line that it's for the Mendenhall, Mississippi box. Mm-hmm. I found out this week that once we get to the 13,000 mark, they'll go ahead and order it for us. Good. And then, um, and that covers the cost of the actual box. They make it as they're ordered. So okay. um, it takes about three months. So our hope is by January of 2024, we will have the baby box installed and working and active. And the one thing that we're going to do is we're going to post a link for this site where they can go and to get information and to give uh, on our podcast link, which uh, you'll be able to access that at renew969.com as well. But also, if someone were listening, uh, is there a specific website where they can go to if they didn't want to go to the radio station website? They can go to our CPC Facebook page. Okay. Um, it's just Center for Pregnancy Choices of Simpson County. It's also on Simpson General's Facebook page. The life is something we believe is very close to the Lord's heart. You know, that is the reason why I do this. I feel like the Lord has has laid it on my heart for his goal, for his glory. And that's ultimately we, what we want to do is to glorify him. You know, people know now with with Roe versus Wade overturned, there's 60 million children that have been murdered, if you just want to call it what yeah. it is. Oh, absolutely. Um, with this. And how, how many of those could be preachers or world changers, right. you know? And right. so um, life is important to the Lord and we want to do all we can to to further that. And again, mentioning the Roe versus Wade overturn, Mississippi did choose not to have an abortion clinic in this in this state. And so the abortion calls that we have gotten at Crisis Pregnancy Center have really, really increased. I bet. And so um, we are able to counsel with those girls. Some still choose that. And if mm-hmm. they do, it's something they have to go through um, a bigger process because it, you can't get it in the state of Mississippi. Um, but most of them, most people that choose 
abortion initially just feel like that's their only option. Mm -hmm. They're in a bad situation. If they know that somebody can help them make another plan, they oftentimes choose that. Okay. And so um, it's it's a really beautiful place that, that the Lord has opened up for us to be able to do that for people who are so grateful that they did not choose abortion once they had a moment to think about what you know what they could do, and so, sure. and then there are those that have had abortions that are dealing with that, and there is no sin that is unforgivable, and so we have an abortion recovery um, program at the CPC as well. It is nothing to be shameful of. Right. A mistake is made, forgiveness is available, grace covers a multitude of sins, Absolutely. and we walk through that with these with these ladies. Many many of them that have come to us have never even told their husbands about a past abortion. Mm. And so um, it's something that they carry that's heavy, that's bondage for them. They are given a, an opportunity to help them break free of that. So um, it's not the end of the story. So once again, vi- visiting with uh, Melissa Sullivan again from Simpson General, also the uh, Center for Pregnancy Choices of Simpson County. Before we wrap it up, anything that you want to throw out there that you just want to mention real quick, like? Uh, no, just that I'm thankful. Thankful that we get to be a part. Thankful that there's opportunities. Thankful for people like you guys and Renew that... Um, are helping us get the word out. And if there's any way that we can help with people that are listening to this, if there's, if they want to volunteer, if they know someone that needs help, if sure. they themselves need help, or if they have a church function and they would like for me to come talk to their group or their ladies group or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm willing and, and um, would love the opportunity to do such. And if someone wanted to get a hold of the CPC, what's the best way for them to do that? The phone number is 601-382-5121. Also, our Facebook page. Um, we have the, like, an instant message. That's probably the easiest way, social media. Right. Um, so you yeah. can find us on social media or call the number, and we'll get we'll get to you. All right. Well, once again, visiting with uh, Melissa Sullivan, thank you so much for taking the time and visiting yeah, with us today. Absolutely. Thank you so very much. You've been listening to the Renew Podcast, sponsored by Covington Place Therapy and Counseling. To receive a consultation, call 601-698-0263. Find out more about the ministry and outreach of Renew. Renew 96.9 by going online at Renew969.com or on Facebook at Renew 96.9.